Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. Today in episode 44, I'm joined by Chris Tate, who is from the Shetland Islands. Chris is a poet and a writer, and this conversation is about words and the way, the passion, I suppose, with which Chris talks about words was just fantastic, to be honest, for Chris words are like magic. She loves magic realism, fantasy writers and she herself says in her words and her poetry and in her writing she turns houses into castles and she aims to use her words to inspire others. This is a fantastic conversation. Chris also has Asperger's and so talks about how that has influenced and how words influence her journey with Asperger's as well and how she expresses herself in the world. I hope that you enjoy this. Chris, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, yes. And it was just a lovely coincidence that you've ended up here. So tell us a wee bit about you because I don't know you at all. So it'll be nice to understand who you are. Sure. Well, I'm a poet playwright, fantasy writer and spoken word artist and I'm Faye Shetland originally uh-huh. and I go to um, writers groups and open mic sessions across the central belt mm-hmm. and we locked in, I've um, found I've gotten good opportunities because I've gotten into Zoom and Edder technology so I've been able to join Edder writers to do poetry readings, workshops, hear lectures mm-hmm. and open mics sessions um, I was Scotland and that's helped me reconnect with people at home in the north of Scotland and in Shetland that I've no seen for over 15 years. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Isn't it funny because I've learned so much in lockdown too, like how to re- remote yes. record a radio show and a podcast. I didn't know how to do that before lockdown either. So I'm excited to know because I don't know if this is a new question for you, but do you have you contemplated it before and tell me what do you know for sure well my thing has always been um words because the thing that i was the only thing i was really good at at the school was some english mm-hmm. and at um, primary school i realized how much i loved writing stories and poetry and i carried that on through high school and then um when I was older, I studied a kind of alternative creative writing course mm-hmm. in Devon. And then I had a graduate placement when I returned to Shetland. And that involved in working with a drama teacher. Mm-hmm. And then years later, I studied to be a teaching assistant. And then recently, I've been um, working with a lady connected to Sunny Govan Radio. It's like freelance and, mm. and that's given me more opportunities. And I also read on Chat and Spin Radio that's best near Newcastle. So my thing has always been words. Yeah. And so what is it you know for sure about words? That they always like guide me. Um when when I use them then I always it's kinda like magic. When I put them together, like they give me surprises, and the more I play with them, the more um, things that I seem to be able to come up with. So they're kind of like, because um, um, I have Asperger's, then 
everyone with that condition always has like one thing that's precious to them that they can specialize in so for me that's been it and I can for sure that I can always rely on them they're just um kind of my um be just my kind of it's just been a kind of magical thing in my life uh-huh and how has that magic sure because I love that words are magic I mean how good is that that words are magic because you know you look at words on a page and it just looks like if you're a child and you can't read or it's in a different language it looks like nothing it's ink on a page and yet when you read them it takes you to a different place and a different reality and you learn new things so I really get I love the way that you're framing it that words are magic how has that magic shown up in your life then? Well, I'm very influenced by um, fantasy writers like Roald Dahl and um, Hans Christian Andersen, Oscar Wilde, Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Mm-hmm. Like um, magic realism writers tend to the everyday merges with dreams. That's how they write, and people turn into mythical characters. Like houses turn into castles. So that's like my stories, and I mix up old and new words. And it's something I kind of stumbled into by accident. I didn't even realise I was writing like that till someone pointed it out. So I always um, get a surprise because how it appears on the page is different to how I thought when I was writing it. Mm. And when people are inspired by it, then that makes me place. It makes me feel like I've done my job if I've inspired and entertained people. Yeah, yeah. And so you have a few books that are out in the world now that are published that we can go online and buy. What has that journey been like? Oh, it's wonderful. Yes. Um, it's been like one opportunity has led to another because I got two um, published. The first I was nominated and offered a book publishing deal and then that was followed by the sequel. And it's been great because it's given me the chance to... Um, it's available on lots of websites and online and it's meant that I've got feedback. So I've got to gain lots of different people and make connections and become more established and do readings and get invited to libraries and events. And again, it's always nice when people see things in my books that I didn't notice myself, like um, that I write kind of like Norse myths and legends turned upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so, is writing something that is just runs through your veins? Then, do you think, Chris? Yes, I I definitely do. Yeah, yeah. There's something even like very cathartic about scribbling on a page. Yeah. Uh huh. Definitely. And have you got any of your poems that you would like to share with us? Yes, I do. This is one. It's called Trows and Brocket Borders. In Shetland dialect. Skies summon about the water, ram scarves are not at taters, the shore is like showed later, tying the isles together. There is corns of mill puder, o'er the scabbed rock shooters, rummelled stones are gathered, lambs roar for their midders. Prince sheep come to be faders, brocks wreck it by rock leaders. Lassus spun by the speeders, coins roll through the header. For a dowry, tae a doubter, sign pippers, fate a ogre. Across swittles of water, sprickle in we sleek at otters. So they gave the spike quarter, foot of slaves and martyrs. Windows 
above the horrors we trouse at Brucket Borders. Beautiful. And it's lovely hearing it in your dialect as well. So what was the inspiration behind that poem? Well, I entered a dialect commission. um, And although I didn't win, I always take any opportunity still a a step forward. So I wrote a whole lot of poems for it because I'm also very interested in preserving like dialects Mm. and culture because I think they're like treasure. I agree, I agree. Even my own dialect, my own Glasgow dialect, you know, it's so different. It's so our our voices are so different and we come from a small country. But I um I I won't change my accent. I can change my accent. I can soften it awfully. (laughs) But it is awful and so I don't do it anymore. (laughs) Yes, I admire that. I think that your accent defines you and I think that it's um a, a special thing. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. listening recently that accent grows with community and the way that we say things is actually is very common among our community. So I know that you don't live in Shetland anymore. Do you miss having that common accent with people around you? Um, I suppose, yes, because it, it was familiar, mm. Um, then I suppose it's always nice to hear it. I phone and speak to my family regularly on FaceTime and knew I um, joined the group as well that I used to be in at home. So right. I managed to hear it that way and hear it again. But um, yeah, it, it's always a comfort to hear it again. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I suppose I do miss it yeah. A bit, yeah. yeah. And what about the fu- what does the future look like for you in terms of words and their magic? What do you intend to do with with your words, with your writing, with your poetry in the future? Yeah, I would love it if my writing could be made into films and computer games mm. like Tim Burton or Peter Jackson, if they could make it like surreal. And also, I would like to get more books published and um, be really well established and be an author like Dylan Thomas that celebrates the place that he's there, like is inspired by the landscape and culture. And so I would continue to read at like gigs and festivals and take other opportunities that I can. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. And and when do you think you'll revisit? Obviously, we're still we're recording this in March twenty twenty one. So there's you're very far from home. Do you look forward to going back to Shetland again soon? Yes, I do. And um, one of the things that I love doing when I'm home is I do poetry readings and I get filmed on the beach and in the hills, like in the ruins. And I'm very inspired by the archaeology. And nature, so um, I always love that. And hopefully, I'll maybe get to go home again by Christmas. I've not been home since the Christmas before last, so that's the next time that I'm aiming to be hopefully home. Oh, great! Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching 
Anne Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, annehughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.